Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Blue Wire. With the second pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff. Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 284 on the Blue Wire Network. I am Euros Tyler. Join me, my main guy, as always. Pierre, no Malcolm with us, but Pierre, how you doing, my man? I'm doing great, bro. I'm excited to talk about some free agents. Yeah, it's been a minute. We took a week off last week where we didn't record. We recorded our last episode doing free agency corners. Now we're going to focus on wide receivers in this episode. And you guys are probably wondering, why wide receivers? Is this a big need for the Lions? And right now, I wouldn't say it's a huge need for this football team, but obviously there's some controversy with DJ Chark. And we did an episode talk about the Lions free agent. So we're going to stay away from DJ Chark. And we're going to bring up some other names that could potentially fill in that spot if the Lions don't want to pay DJ Chark. So we're going to give you some other options. But first, before we get into some free agents, there is some, I don't even want to say a rumor. It was more of a hypothetical trade rumor from Pro Football Focus. And they suggested that the Lions had trade a first-round pick for T. Higgins. And Peter, I'm going to give you the green light here. What's your thoughts on seeing that PFF hypothetical of the Lions should trade for T. Higgins, a first-round pick? So it was a 2023 first and 2024 fourth. Look, T. Higgins is a really good receiver, wide receiver one in this league. But the reason why the Bengals are going to trade him, like the hypothetical, is because they probably won't be able to afford him, right? You got to pay Jamar Chase. You got to pay Joe Burrow, and you can't just pay everyone. And the Lions are kind of going to be in that boat soon. So for me, while he's a really good receiver, it's a pass for me. Um, I don't think it makes sense. I think you have your two receivers in Amon Ra and Jamison Williams. Obviously, you need a bigger receiver, but I think you go a much cheaper route than T. Higgins. I don't think you need another like really good, close to elite receiver kind of. T. Higgins not elite, but maybe he could get there one day. He, he's really good, though. He's a receiver one in this league. And I think Jamo and Amon Ra are already... Well, JMO to be seen, but I think he will be. I think they're already wide receiver runs in this league, honestly. Yeah. I mean, T. Higgins right now is 25 years old. He's going to cash in for a big payday after this season. Yeah. Or whoever's going to trade for him is going to extend him, right? It's kind of like the A.J. Brown thing that happened last year with the Titans. They ended up not wanting to pay him, so they ended up having to trade him to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles give him a big payday once he gets that once he gets traded there, they give him the big payday, extend him, right? And whoever is going to do that 
with T. Higgins is going to pay him right away. And I, I'm with you. I just don't think this makes sense for the Lions. Now, hey, if this was last year, you don't make the trade for Jamison Williams to move up in the draft and go get J-Mo. I think this makes a lot of sense because I think he's a really good compliment with Amon Ross St. Brown. And we saw last year the Lions were really aggressive for Debo Samuel, uh, who was on kind of on the trade market right from the Niners. They didn't end up getting the deal done with the Niners, so they said, okay, screw it. Let's go trade up in the draft. Let's go get a prospect we like a lot, and that's Jamison Williams. So if this was last year, T. Higgins available, I think there's a possibility Brad Holmes goes aggressive and makes that move for a guy like Higgins. But now with having St. Brown, you drafted J-Mo, you traded up to get J-Mo. I just don't think it really makes much sense to pay a wide receiver $20 million alongside whatever Amon Ross St. Brown's going to get paid next year. So it's a pass for me. Yeah, I'm with you. I think we both agree. He's a really good receiver. I think he's better suited whether like Bengals want him or for another team. Like Chicago makes sense. There's a lot of teams that I think there's a lot of teams that make sense. Like Chicago, the Giants. You could look at the Patriots, Ravens. I mean, I don't know if the Bengals would want to share with the Ravens, but like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of teams that make a lot of sense. Even the Packers potentially. Like that would suck. But I could see like them making the move. I just don't think. Detroit makes much sense right now because you have a lot invested in this receiving core right now. Not right now money-wise, but in the future, you're hoping you're going to have to invest a lot of money with Amon Rossi Brown. Obviously, he's going to get paid by this team, I think, or he's going to get paid. And Jamison Williams, you're hoping with what you traded, he's going to be a guy. You, you invested a lot for him to be a guy. So I just don't think it really makes much sense for the Lions to invest $20 million plus on a, on a receiver right now. Yeah, I think we agree on that. Yeah. Okay. So we're recording this live on a Wednesday, and this was actually the day where the Tennessee Titans kind of cleared their roster up a little bit. And there was an interesting name that was released by them, and that is Robert Woods, a former Los Angeles Ram, played with Jared Goff, played with Josh Reynolds. What's your thoughts on going after a guy like Robert Woods? I would do it because obviously we've, we've talked about Chark, and like the odds of Chark probably coming back are low right now. He's probably going to cost you a lot, and the receiver market kind of sucks. And, you know, Robert Woods knows Jared Goff. Jared Goff knows Robert Woods. Similar scheme to what they ran in L.A. Obviously, Ben Johnson's own wrinkles, but a lot of the same stuff they did in L.A. they do in Detroit. You know, I feel like he'd be a good wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Won't cost a lot because his production hasn't been high the past couple years. But if you look at his numbers, he played his best years with Jared Goff at quarterback in L.A. Um, Buffalo, he was all right. Once he went to L.A., his career kind of took off a little. So I, I feel like the Lions should maybe give him a call, see if he'd be interested. Or maybe they want to go the draft route. But if they want a veteran route, I think Robert Woods makes the most sense out of any other veteran that's on the market other than, obviously, DJ Chark. It, yeah. but it looks like he's not. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll be back, but we'll see. So I'm kind of glad we did this episode a day later because we would have known about Robert Woods being a free agent because he got released the day of his, as we're recording this. And if we did this the day before, we wouldn't have known this. And honestly, Robert Woods is probably my favorite free agent wide receiver that is available right now. Like I think that makes as far as most sense for the team for what he's going to cost and his connection with Goff and with Reynolds. I think this makes a lot of sense because he's a guy that could compete for that wide receiver three, can compete for that wide wide receiver four spot. Wouldn't cost too much. I don't see anything more than $5 million a year for Robert Woods. And again, a a guy who could be dependable, 
but not expecting too much out of him. You're not expecting Kim to start. Where Tennessee last year, they expected him to start. They were disappointed with what they got out of it. But like for the Lions' sake, he could start for you, but he's not going to be a number one option. He's not going to be a number two option. He's going to be either be your number three or number four option, not costing you too much. Not having to pay DJ Chark, saving some money, could use that cap towards another player, maybe on the defense side of the ball, and still getting a reliable wide receiver on your football team. I love this idea, honestly. I think it makes a lot of sense to go after a guy like Robert Woods, just as far as the connection, like you said, production, and not going to cost too much. And as far as his age right now, he's going to be 31, I believe, when the season starts. So, again, I don't think it's going to be a guy that's going to command too much money as far as in the open market. And I think something that's interesting to add on top of this with Robert Woods, since he got released right now by the Titans, you don't have to wait till that free agency deadline or that opening for to sign a guy like this. So they could maybe get this deal done as soon as possible if the Lions are really interested in this. Yeah, and also I think we didn't really bring this up is obviously Ray Agnew and Brad Holmes. I mean, they know what kind of player he is. They know what he brings to the table. He also, I believe he was a team captain at LA as well. And, you know, the receivers, I mean, they don't really have, like, like a veteran. They do have, like, some guys that have been in the league, but they don't really have, like, a vet, like Amon Ra or Jay Modellino, like that true vet. I feel like you bring more leadership to the to the wide receivers room as well. You know, and I, I wouldn't be shocked if Amon Ra is a captain soon. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I, I think it makes sense. Obviously, Reynolds and him are boys. Uh, Woods and Goff, obviously, they're boys as well. So it makes a lot of sense. It just depends if he wants that role or if he wants a bigger role. If he wants that role, it's here for him in Detroit. And I think the Lions would be open to it. But if he wants a bigger role, then that, like that's fine. Find that bigger role for you. Like If he wants to be a wide receiver too, I don't think Detroit's a spot for him. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, and I think maybe with seeing last year, maybe he would be okay settling into that wide receiver three, wide receiver four spot because that was his role last year in Tennessee with trading A.J. Brown. And they didn't necessarily just count on him to fill in that void, but he was one of the pieces that they, they counted to fill in that void. It was him and probably the guy that drafted in the first round pick, Traylon Brooks, right? And it, right. it just – you could maybe put that in a mixture of that's on the receiving core with Traylon being really young and not playing – he got getting injured, right? Or with the quarterback play that they had as well. So it, it's interesting. Yeah, I think it really depends on what Robert Woods really wants because he could probably get an expanded Wilson Rolls. Probably another team willing to give him a shot that he could be a wide receiver two for potentially. But like I said, yeah, I, I agree with you. If he wants to be a wide receiver three, I think this is a really good spot for him in Detroit just with the connection already with Jared Goff too. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. That, that's an interesting name to definitely keep in, a tab on. Robert Woods, veteran, spent five years in the Los Angeles Rams. So I, I, w- I wouldn't be completely shocked. That that would be a good landing spot, I think, for the Lions, too. So, um, I, I honest, I'm going to ask you a question, Peter. Would you prefer to give a guy like Robert Woods four or five million dollars, or would you rather pay DJ Chark around that 11 or 10 to 12 million dollar cap? I'll be honest, I'd honestly prefer going the draft route. Okay, but, but like, let's just say those two. Those are your two options. That's that's tough because, I mean, they both kind of offer a different skill set. Yeah, it depends what the lines are. If you want a deep threat, I've seen Chark. But if you want a guy who's reliable, who's not going to be your first or second option, but, you know, he's, he's that reliable option you got. And if you have an injury or two, he could start a game or two. 
I don't know. That's that's tough. Um, I think right now where the team is at, I think I'd rather have Woods at a cheaper deal than have Chark making near market level deal. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you. I I, I prefer Woods over. Woods' contract over Chark's contract because I think you could use you're, you're paying Robert Woods essentially half of what you would pay DJ Chark and that salary that you would be giving to Chark instead you get Woods and another defensive player I think it makes more sense to just give it to one receiver to a guy yeah. who I think could give you good production now I'm not here to tell you that DJ Chark is as or Robert Woods is as good as DJ Chark at this point of his career he's I think not. Chark's a better player and he's obviously going to command more money but I think you could still get a solid role out of this guy. And you have Josh Reynolds on this football team as well as a guy who's shown that he could start for you and have a good connection with Goff. So I kind of like that idea of having like a, a competition for that wide receiver three spot between Woods and Reynolds and having certain packages for both those guys. And then you have Kali Freeman as well on that. So I just don't think it's necessary to pay a wide receiver right now for this team right now to go like $12, $13 million. Yeah, honestly, what I prefer is like a bigger guy in the draft. There's a couple guys I like, but we'll say that for the draft talk. Um, it's if we're talking about vets, I, I think it's those guys along with um, uh, what's his face, Lazard. But I think Lazard. I mean, I don't, I don't think it looks like Green Bay is trying to lock him back up. So we'll see that's another guy there. that's going to make pretty solid money too. Probably makes that DJ Shark money, if not more. Yeah, it's just the receiver market. Jacoby Myers, but I think Jacoby's more of a slot guy, and you already have, you know, Amon Ra here. So, yeah. So, I, I like this idea of Robert Woods. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotional codes from different sportsbooks to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O. D D S T R A D E R dot com slash blue wire. the number one site for your game day bets. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's get into some other free agents, some veterans. We're each going to choose a guy, 
And then we're going to play the yes, no game. Basically, we're going to name some guys that are on the open market and we're just going to give you a simple yes or no. So I'll start off first. All right. Just before we start, I want to say something to the audience. Guys, the receiver market is not that good. So just bear with us here. Okay. Yes, that's that's fair. All right. First name that I came up with, the former Lion. Former connection here, not with golf, but former line, Marvin Jones. And look at his spot track market value. It's kind of similar to what I think Robert Woods is going to get. And they have him at $3.4 million. Now, Marvin Jones is older, obviously, in his career. And you're not going to expect much out of him. Or you're not going to expect what you got him the first time around when he was in Detroit with Stafford, right? I think as far as a wide receiver three, wide receiver four, compete with Reynolds for that number three spot have some solid veteran presence, um, a guy who could start if an injury happens on the outside, a guy who's dependable. I mean, I, th- I think this is a, a name that could potentially make sense for the Lions. It's not going to cost the bank. Again, you're saving money of not having to pay DJ Chark, and you can use that remaining capital towards a defensive player potentially so you can get two for one basically instead of just paying DJ Chark that $12, $13 million contract. You go out and get a guy like Marvin Jones, Robert Woods, hypothetically, and then you can use that remaining cap towards a defensive player. So Marvin Jones is a name that makes sense. Not going to cost the bank and a guy who could definitely start. So that's the name I came up with. Yeah, um, you? you know, uh, I'm not I like Marvin Jones, but I, I, I don't know. Um like, if they got him, I guess I'd be fine with it. Like, I wouldn't be, like, over the moon about it. I'd be fine with, like, I wouldn't be mad. I don't think there's any free agent wide receiver you'd be over the moon about, honestly. Nah, probably not. Unless, like, if they were somehow able to get Chark back really cheap, I think that, that would make all of us happy. But my guy is a guy I liked in the draft. And typically when we do these, I always pick guys I like in the draft. Well, not always, but most of the time. And it's Paris Campbell out of Ohio State. I believe he ran a 4-3-1. He's six feet. You know, he he could stretch the field. The, the problem with him is he's just he hasn't been healthy in his quarter. He just hasn't had really good quarterbacks. Um, I You look at this year, he averaged 9.9 yards per catch. Last year, he only had 10 catches for under 60 yards. I feel like that. I don't feel like he's reached his potential. And I feel like. Ben Johnson could get the best out of him, honestly. He's coming out. He was highly thought of, you know. Um, when you look at his – where what am I looking at here? Crap. Uh, he's 6 feet, 207 pounds. Um, this is a guy who I think Spotrack projects at $2.5 million a year. Maybe he'll get a little more than that. But I feel like that's like the perfect guy to just kind of put in there and compete with Reynolds and Raymond maybe even Cephas if they decide to keep him or not. He just has been able to stay healthy, but he needs to change the scenery. And then he also has a connection with um, Montgomery, the running backs coach that the Lions just hired and running backs coach, assistant coach Montgomery was there, you know, and I'm sure obviously Brad knew him pretty well too. Brad scouted. He was a college director. I just, I like the fit. He's fast. I love fast. I think we all love fast. He's fast. Um, He's shown he can start in this league. He just has to be more reliable. And I just feel like he hasn't reached a ceiling yet, Tyler. I feel like he could be a lot better if he's played. I feel like a team like Detroit could help him out if he stays healthy. 
That's yeah. a big question, though, because he's dealt with lots of injuries while he's been in the NFL. That's fair. That's fair. And, like, yeah, I mean, like that, that could work potentially, I feel like. That one's a little more riskier just because you haven't seen the production yet where you're talking about Robert Woods, you've seen the production, obviously older than a guy like Paris Campbell. You're talking about Marvin Jones, shown that he could work and obviously has a lot more experience, but, again, older than a Paris Campbell. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. It fits in our kind of our culture that we kind of built here. We need another receiver, I believe, if you lose Chark. So if you don't go the draft route, you choose to go in free agency, it could make sense. A guy who could be your wide receiver three, wide receiver four, a guy, like you said, again, who could start. And that's, I think, the route that we both went towards instead of necessarily going for a big name or, you know, a guy who's going to make 10 to $15 million a year, like Alan Lazard or Juju Smith-Schuster or Jacoby Myers, like those guys are going to get paid more. So I think yeah. we went the similar direction where we're looking at receivers are not going to make more than $5 million and they could compete for that wide receiver three, wide receiver four spot. I do think though, the best receiver is not necessarily on the open market, but he could be available, which is DeAndre Hopkins. But again, yeah. I just like we like credit out T. Higgins. I don't think right now it makes sense for the Lions to trade for uh, you know, for a vet like that. I don't think it makes sense for the Lions to trade for a receiver at all, honestly, unless it's like a late pick, right? Like a late day three pick. Yeah, or something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But as far as trading a day one, day two pick, I don't think the Lions are in a position to do that for a wide receiver. Now, hey, we talked about it last week with the corners. If they want to go out and do it for a guy like Jalen Ramsey first for say that makes sense for this football team. But as far as getting a receiver on the trade market, like for a nice pick, I don't see the lines doing that really. I just don't. I think at that point you just pay DJ Shark. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think that there's two directions to this. Like option one, you pay DJ Shark, or option two, you go out in the draft and maybe late day two or day three draft a guy or you go sign one of these guys and have them compete for a wide receiver three wide receiver four spot guys like robert woods guys like paris campbell guys like marvin jones and we're gonna go do, we're gonna go down the list of some other guys that can maybe make sense for that that spot too so want to do that right now yeah i think more realistically probably i think they'll go maybe the draft route the draft though is not as deep as it's been in previous years obviously it's it's still like it's a solid class but it's not like good or great it's 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 not the, like the last two years we've been blessed with really good wide receivers. Yeah. yeah. This year, I don't know if you can necessarily find a starter in the fifth round like we've said the previous couple of years. That's fair. That's fair. So, but like when you say draft, is that what you're saying? Are you saying like day three, late day two? So I'm kind of thinking if you if you keep those second round picks, one of those second round picks, or maybe like a like a third round pick, you know, or okay, some like that, like late. Let's say late day two, early day three. I know they don't have a fourth, but they could always acquire a fourth. It's not hard. Okay. That that makes sense. That's, so, that's, yeah. that's where I thought. When you say draft, that's what I'm thinking. Like You're not saying necessarily take one like early second round or 18 or anything like that. No, like with maybe that like 56, is that the Vikings pick? 56 or something like that? Or our own pick, which is like 48. Like depending who's there. But I will say this. I've thought about this. Jalen Hyatt, if he's there at 18. Out of Texas? No, out of uh, Tennessee. Tennessee, sorry. I always get the oranges mixed up. I mean, you have two guys that are like just burners on the outside. Obviously, you don't really have the size. You'll kind of be doing what Miami's doing, sort of. You have two outside guys that are burners. Now, I'm not saying, obviously, Tyreek. I'm not saying J-Mo and Jalen High are Tyreek and Waddle, but they could be. And then you have Amon Ra working in the middle of the field. I mean, that's hard to defend. Yeah. Yeah, 
That, that would be interesting. I don't know. I don't know if I see the Lions doing that. As early. I don't know either, but man, if they did that, like I would be excited about it. Like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I'm not even saying just high hypothetically. I just like I don't know if I see the Lions taking a receiver that early in the draft. I feel like. I yeah. feel like it's either going to be a veteran or you go out in day three and get a guy. Honestly, I almost prefer to get a veteran just because I know what I'm going to get out of it. And we already have a, such a young wide receiver core. Just kind of want some experience in there and get some veteran leadership. And I think we mentioned him already, but Robert Woods is my favorite guy in this market right now. I think he makes the most sense for what it's going to cost and what he brings to the table. Yeah, and we'll get more into, like, obviously the draft later on. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, let's name some other guys and just give me a simple yes or no, okay? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Juju Smith-Schuster, Super Bowl champion. Uh, he's probably going to cost 14, 15 mil. If he wants to take less, sure, but I just don't see it, so no. I'm a no here, too, because if you're going to pay a receiver, I, I, like I said, pay DJ. Pay Char- that point, yeah, yeah, here he has a connection. No need to go out and pay another guy that has zero connection here, so I'm a no on Juju. Jacoby Myers. No, he's a slack guy, and similar like with the DJ Chark situation like we just talked about, like, if you're gonna pay a guy, pay Chark. I agree. So no here. Okay, let's just let's just knock this last one out. Another kind of high paid guy, Alan Lazard. Same situation. Yeah. No. Let's, let's just knock it out. Okay. Now we're getting some more depth guys here. Nelson Aguilar. Um. No. I want the guy can't catch, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. Like if it was a number four, number three, potentially, I don't hate it. Not every time he'd miss it. If he had him, every time he'd miss a catch, I'd post that video. Of that one guy from Philly, <laughs> he quit the fire. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, you can't catch babies. Like Liz or uh, like Aguilar. <laughs> I, I don't think he's a Campbell guy. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I don't see it. Yeah. Okay. This is a guy who had a pretty good year with the Raiders last year. Matt Collins. Sure. He's like a bigger receiver, right? I think yep. he's bigger. We need kind of need size. I'd be okay with that. Spot track value is $2.4 million. So. Yeah, Matt Collins is why well. I'm just trying to see his size here. He is 6'4", 221. 20, yeah, sure. Like, I'm fine with that, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do a couple more of these. Noah Brown from the Cowboys. Now, I call him knockoff CD Lamb. Sure. I like him, I guess, as a wide receiver three or four. Yes, why not? Yeah, Maybe more of a four, kind of, I guess. A guy who's shown starting experience. So, yeah, I don't hate that. And I don't think it costs the bank either. Uh, let's go down the list. We have, ooh, I don't know how good he is now, but Marquis Goodwin, the speedster. Or no. Once was a speedster. <laughs> He's kind of washed, in my opinion. Nah. Okay, we have, I probably have a known that as well. Uh, who else do we get on here on this list? We got Demarcus Robinson, former chief, who was on the Ravens last year. Sure. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it could start. Don't hate it. Wouldn't cost a lot. 6'1", 203. Yeah. Um, what, he runs a... Yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know. All right, let's do one more. One more. This is kind of this is a fun one a little bit. I think I know your answer, but this is a fun one. Julio Jones. No. No. <laughs> That'd be fun. You know, it, it kind of reminds me of like when we brought in AP a little bit, right? Like you bring in like a guy who was just a superstar. But yeah, you saw last year in Tampa. It wasn't great. Tom Brady tried to revive him. Didn't really work out. He can't stay healthy. Uh, so like, yeah, dealing with some injuries. He's a stud, obviously, but I think he's at that point of his career. Future so. Hall of Famer. He's just, I think it's time to hang it up, Julio. 
Yeah. That, that that's interesting. That, I mean, I don't know the guys would be hyped for that. The guys in the wide receiver room would be stacked to work with the guy with Julio Jones, but I don't think it really makes much football sense if that makes sense. I mean, he played in ten games. He had twenty four receptions, two hundred ninety nine yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, but he's big. Sexy. He's fast. I just, yeah, dude, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But that would be, it'd be cool. It'd be cool for like two seconds. Like, oh, you see Julio Jones, it's a cool name. But like, when you start talking about the football reasons, it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm out on Julio Jones. Okay. Let's do one more. One more, and then we're out. <laughs> this is kind of funny. Rashad Perriman. No. The reunion. The reunion of Rashad Perriman. No. No? Okay. You know how Malcolm has that one little no thing? Yeah. No. Fair enough. Okay. All right, guys. That is going to be a wrap for this episode. Peter, you got anything else to add? No, man. I think we covered everything. Okay. All right. Hope you guys all enjoyed. Next week, we'll maybe do. We'll do another free agent position. We've done corners. We've done backup quarterbacks. We've now done receivers. Maybe we could do linebackers potentially. We could do some defensive linemen. We have some other positions we could cover definitely. So we'll do that next week. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode of us talking about wide receivers. And I am out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Like Tyler said, we'll be talking about another position next week. And then also the combine is coming up. So that should be fun. We'll get into that when that starts. I'm out, guys. Peace.